0: guide to the galaxy where we debate rant and curse
1: too much if you like books sarcasm and hate the patriarchy then you've come to the right place uh this week we are talking about romance books and how the patriarchy is trying to take them away from us and how you know we just want to be able to read smutty romance books wherever we want without judgment and that's what this (laughs) i'm sorry i can't
2: can't keep a straight face with this one but i'm so excited (laughs) i'm so excited (laughs) don't let the patriarchy kill our sexy don't let the patriarchy bring you down (laughs) um okay it's devin and i'm going to take you through our weekly book updates so i will be starting off with the war of two queens by jennifer l armentrout that comes out march 15th if you ordered the paperback or if you're getting the ebook If you pre-ordered the hardcover, you need to wait until June because of some processing issues, I believe. But they are offering a new incentive if you did pre-order it as like a gift for waiting a few extra months. So if you are interested in that, head over to her Instagram page. I think she has a link in her bio or her website and you can sign up for all of that good stuff. Um, Also on March 15th, In a New York Minute by Kate Spencer is coming out. It is a rom-com for fans of Christina Lauren. Um, Also on March 15th, women of Walt Disney Imagineering, 12 women reflect on their trailblazing theme park careers. And as a Disney girl, I am very interested in this one. So I will come back with thoughts, hopefully. (laughs) Um, On March 22nd, City of Dusk by Tara Sim comes out. This is the Dark God series number one, which sounds super interesting to me just by the name so i'm in i love her so i'm super stoked yeah i'm in too and then non well book related but not publishing date but bridgerton season two is airing on march 25th so i'm excited excited. i still have not seen season one so i am going to go back and reread the first book and reread the second book and then come back with notes so i will keep you guys posted
1: yeah, I'm super interested to hear what Dev has to say about season one <laughs> because you're so yeah. into
2: the books. I'm excited. Did you read the first book? I've read I've read all the books, yeah, because I went into it and I was like, I'm I don't wanna watch this yet. I wanna read the books first. And then I ended up loving them too much and binged all eight books and I was like, Okay, I'm invested. You pulled a dev
1: and you've binged yeah, them. Yeah.
2: And and of course, like as as you know, I am invested in fake people's lives, and so I'm like this is an entire series of siblings and their love lives. Like, okay, yes. Like, sign me up for more. And so I read mm-hmm. them all. And now I have to watch this. I hate to, to tell to you this, uh, but Stephanie Lawrence
0: has a whole Sinster series, and it's like 25, 26 books. And it's not even, like, it went through the whole siblings and then all of their close friends, and then... Now it's their children. Yeah, uh,
2: I'm in. Uh, going I'm through in. the
0: years of Regency series,
2: so I will uh
0: see if I can yes. link you some of those if you want like a really chaotic Regency <laughs> book binge because
1: I love yeah, them.
2: Yeah, I'm into that. I also read. Oh, I need. What's the name? I have another series, rom com series with like siblings too, but I can't remember.
1: Oh, you were telling yeah, me that. Yeah,
2: I don't remember. You got, got it, it was. for free on
1: Amazon, right? And yeah, then- the
2: first book is called uh Butterface. And then it follows like, oh yeah, I yeah. Those. What's their what's their last name? I don't remember what the series is called. Know. I have to look it up. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you on that one. But anyway, those are our book world updates for today. Yeah.
3: All right. Well, I'm Aaron. Let's do some team updates around the room. Um, I am going to Mexico soon, so that's my update. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in a wedding um as a bridesmaid I have never been a bridesmaid before I've had it like s- like swiped out from under me twice now because I oh, well, no. cause I was asked by close friends um and a family member to be a bridesmaid before and then they both got eloped um got eloped or they eloped I don't think they got eloped <laughs> <laughs> they both eloped uh so I didn't get to be a bridesmaid and so I'm very excited that I'm gonna get to do that and have a child-free vacay with my husband in mexico i'm like fully excited Yay, and i will be reading so fun. Uh, probably the war of two queens while i'm there so it's gonna be awesome um and i also just got tickets to see bad flower in april i am Yay. so excited uh i have my bad flower beanie on in the last episode i should have like had it on in this episode. For that. but yeah it just helped me get obsessed and so i am very very excited
0: the obsession
1: those are my updates I <laughs> what's going what's on with snaps? everyone else i'm still living a chaotic life moving and i'm i've been terrible at reading but i did start crescent city okay yay,
3: yay. join so. us
1: join us <laughs> yeah i i started it forever ago like when it first came out and then there's that info dump in the, yeah, beginning, the beginning and I wasn't feeling fun. it yeah. and I was like I need to put this down and then I never picked it up again so I picked it up you guys have been talking about the second one and I feel the FOMO yeah, so
3: join us so we can I'm all for it. rage about all of them together
2: yeah <laughs> all right
0: That's all I got. so yeah I um I'm addicted to this Guitar Hero app on my phone. Thanks to Loretta, because I'm sorry. she was like, "I'm playing Beat Star. It's Guitar Hero on my phone." I have so a, now such a I'm problem.
1: Like- it's I'm concerning a, me. I, I,
0: now I'm just like sitting here counting down the time and setting, I set my notification <laughs> so that when I get a new box and I can yeah. play a new song and like my phone goes off and I'm like hold on I gotta get my new song right I quick.
1: plan it because it's, there's a five hour box where you have to wait five yeah, hours to open it so I'm like nightmare. I have to set that one before I go to sleep and then it'll be open yeah. when I wake up and so I like I I've set my it. life around it and it's really bad. Yeah
2: I love that
0: I've, I'm doing the same so I just don't even, I, you, you've done this to me Um, so I also, uh, got a copy of Book of Night by Holly Black, the arc off of, I got it off of Idleways, so it's not like some big fancy thing, but I'm going to see if I can read that she's got this new adult fantasy and I'm, I'm into it. I love Holly Black. Tithe is the reason that I got into fantasy in the first place. So Mm -hmm. like, I'm pretty stoked about reading that. And then I'm also... About to finish, I'm like 20 pages from the end of The Magnolia Palace by uh, Fiona Davis. And it's a historical mystery type thing, but it's taking place in two different time periods. So it's in this mansion in New York and it's in 1919, where her mom just died of the Spanish flu, which like big crazy vibes. And they're talking about all of these people having to be hauled out and how they're disposing of the bodies and stuff from like the massive pandemic. So, you know, timely. And then uh, the other half of it is set in 1966 and it's like a model who's in the same house that this girl goes to work in in 1919. And so it's back and forth in the time periods and you're trying to figure out who died and who was the murderer and what really happened with all of this stuff. And so like now I'm at the place where the time periods are like converging into the big reveal. So it's actually really good. And it's like a nice break and breath from finishing Morningstar and then House of Sky and Breath and, like, all of the big fantasies that I've had this year. Yeah. So
2: it's... It sounds really good. I'm interested in it. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah.
0: It's fun. It's my Book of the Month Club, or it was my Book of the Month Club choice, and I don't know why I still do this, but I still do Book of the Month Club. So <laughs> I get a lot of fun books like that that I otherwise probably wouldn't pick up from yep. there.
2: So, yeah. And then on the opposite side of things, I got a package from Disney and I got the email, yeah. and I was like, What's, what am I getting from Disney? Like, what? I don't... I didn't buy anything. And it turned out to be an arc of a uh, novel called The Undead Truth of Us, which is by Brittany S. Lewis, and I think it's out this August. Um, And it has zombies, and it has BIPOC representation. The author is also of color. Like, I'm super excited for it. And I will keep everybody posted on this magical zombie love story that sounds I'm really so good. Yeah. You.
3: Yeah. Zombie love story. I mean, I need to know what happens. Just It
2: definitely sounded Yeah, interesting. it did. I, I would like This to is not
0: it. the first <laughs>
3: zombie love story. I feel like I've heard of another one. Didn't they make like a one from a into a movie from a Yeah, movie? it
0: was There's I Zombie, right? On CW. Which is actually a really good yeah. show. I didn't
2: finish it, I but it was
0: good. I think I watched a few episodes, and I was, like, way more into it than I expected yeah. to be, but I didn't
1: watch yeah, it. Yeah, I got into it because I was way into Veronica Mars, and I think the same guy does I, Zombie that did Veronica Mars, and I was like, I have to watch it, and, of course, I loved it.
2: Yeah, I could see that because it's she, – she eats, like, pieces of brain, and then based off of who she eats, she can see memories. Their memories. She, like, knows things, and so she helps solve, like, murders and mystery cases – based off of like the stuff that she knows how does she get the brains (laughs) she gets the brains how
0: does she get the brains? because she works
2: so she used to be a doctor and then when she turns into like this weird being she goes and works for the morgue morgue. yes the morgue that is connected to like the police station right so like whenever something happens the cops bring the dead bodies into the morgue and so that's how she eats their brains yeah yes. yeah you know and then she solves crime I will that say, way
0: if I were to die and be in the morgue like you can feed my brains to <laughs> whoever if they're gonna like go help solve murders like for sure yeah. just go eat them I don't care I want to be made into a diamond and put on somebody's.
1: I feel like anyway, this is the so. equivalent of being an organ donor. Yeah. Like I, I want yeah. people to benefit from my organs after I die. Cause I don't need them. And if
2: you need to eat my brain, you know, that's fine I too. I yeah. support that actually. Yeah.
3: Let's save, let's save some zombie lives yeah. with our dead brains.
2: <laughs> but Jess, I do know what movie you're talking about with Nicholas Holt, but I don't know yes. what it's called. I love yes.
3: that movie. Warm, bodies. Like, yes, yes, warm, warm bodies. bodies.
2: Yes, Warm Bodies. Yes, yes, yes. Zombie Love Story. <laughs> that one's yeah. so
3: funny. Okay, I don't know why zombie love stories, like, throw me off so much because, like, how, how is it, like, much weirder than the other stuff that we read? Like, you know, shifters and vampires and, yeah. I don't know, all the things. I, I just,
0: zombies are eating people. They're, like... Hot shifters are probably not going to. So if eat you're looking you.
2: for a good zombie movie, Train to Busan, and if you're looking for a good zombie show, I'm watching All of Us Are Dead on Netflix. They're both Korean, but they're really good. Train to Busan is like one of the best zombie movies I've, I've heard ever that's seen. Really it's good. really good. And All of Us Are Dead takes place in a high school and all of the high school students start turning into zombies. It's like a huge, huge mega like Korean high school and they're all locked into the buildings and they start turning into it's so good. I say watch it there's like 12 episodes right now
0: what was that recent Netflix it was on Netflix movie that was like the Vegas zombie movie that happened I did see that I I don't remember but I know I watched it because the soundtrack was amazing and I'm sitting there listening to the soundtrack and it's like um, the old Vegas songs but done in like a metal type way and then like in old rock versions and so like the music was amazing and i was like i'm just gonna watch this because the music's so good and i did not really like love the movie itself but the and then i was mad because on apple if you go to the soundtrack none of those songs are on there so
2: it's called rude it's called army of the dead because i needed to know so i googled army of the dead it was halfway decent i guess (laughs)
3: <laughs> All right, let's pivot from zombies to smut. I feel like we yes. can do that, right? <laughs> yeah. What a
1: transition! Yes, today we're talking about romance books and uh, like the weirdest places we've read them. For me, it's listening because I listen to a lot of romance books. Um, Don't burn my ears, right Weirdest off. places. you've <laughs> <laughs> like favorite romance authors, all the things. I feel like maybe we should start off with why we named the episode the what we yeah. did. <laughs> yeah,
0: sexicons. Okay. Sexicons. yeah, taken away.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, so I was reading this series by Penelope Douglas, um, called the Devil's Night series. The first book is called Corrupt, and I read. I think I read the first at least three by myself, um, and then I was like, "You guys, have, has any of you read these books?" And you're like, "No." And I'm like, "Well, please join me." And then, uh, sure enough, I give you, all you did. so much
1: credit for lasting three books without anyone to talk I to
3: because the... now that I've read them, <laughs> and I read them when I was still book blogging, so I remember like doing a review on at least the first two. And the first, I, the whole time I was just like, "This book is like insane. I don't even know how to do a review because like." All the trigger warnings. It's so weird. Like, it's, it's just, like, that shit. This, so many. Th- it's, like... um.
0: It's some uh bully romance to yeah, the next level. It,
3: I almost didn't finish it. It's called, like, it. a dark... I think it's also, like, dark romantic thriller. Because there's a thriller aspect to it as well. Um, And it's, like, um, two, two POVs. And then it's, like, alternating timelines. So, like, back when they were in high school. Or the main girl was in high school. And then, like, years later. And... I mean, I can't, like, honestly, I don't want to tell anyone if you're going to read it. Like, you have to go in, like, really quite blind, I feel like. Um, but just be yeah. comfortable knowing that there's going to be, like, a lot of uncomfortable stuff. <laughs> like, if you have a lot of, like, trigger uh, warnings that you need, go look up the trigger warnings so that you know what you're walking into. But, like, it's fully insane. Um, but there are mm. these, like, catacombs throughout the series that the... Um, You know, the different characters end up in, and I don't know what happened. We were calling them sexicomes because people are like (laughs) down there having sex.
0: Well, because they were having an yes. orgy <laughs> yeah. in them. In high school, they were having a high school orgy and drinking in the castle. Well, I think there were
3: college kids down there, too. Were they
0: in college then?
3: Yeah. So the guys are in college the whole time and she's in high school and then later, oh, yeah. they're all out okay. of college and high school. I think, Or she's maybe okay. in college. But,
0: like, the orgy was happening when she is in high school, but she was not Yeah, and he's it. like, do you have
1: the right? guts to go down here? And she's like, yeah, I do cuz you well, challenge me. Oh yeah, like me. he blindfolds her. <laughs> but they
0: anyway.
3: but they they come back up throughout the series like the catacombs. So they are the sexacombs. Oh, yeah.
2: These are this is a very
1: smutty series. So we labeled them sexacombs because they're catacombs with orgies
2: i would like to put it on record that i'm the only one who hasn't read these yet oh, and so duh. i'm oh i'm going in blind i have not i cannot believe you haven't read why do i think you read them? i these? haven't read them yet i don't think that no i knew you didn't because i was like i'm not even gonna tell her she should <laughs> i will do it i will do it to be like a part of the community so i know what's going on but it i would just be a like, hate read
1: for you okay i so, I had a like I had a hard time reading the first one because I'm not a bully romance person and I have a hard time with that. So, I was like, I don't know about this and it's very bully romancy in the beginning, but then I made it and I I kept going and there's so, like they get so much better. It's definitely like one of
3: the darker series I've ever read and when I was reading it the whole time I was just like, I can't believe I like this. Like this is so messed up. <laughs> but then I was like I need to read the rest of the series. I'm fully obsessed. Yeah.
0: I did not like the first book. It's my least favorite. I didn't I didn't like her. I really wanted to like vibe with her, and I just don't yeah. like her. I was like, I understand why they're bullying you a little bit because like <laughs> no. you're, I, like not. I don't know. She just wasn't yeah. my vibe, which is fine. I don't like her, and I don't like um, Michael.
1: And it's about yeah. Them. I don't
0: like him either. So the I was there for the extra characters, but like the arcs that go through the four or five books is really yeah. fun. I love and books then two and three. Um,
1: a lot.
0: I, like, if we're talking about bully romances, I read Den of Vipers. You did. I made it through the whole thing. You're the only one. I did this for yeah. all of us. Just to basically um, tell us
1: not to read it.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can read it, but if Devil's Night was bothering you, then don't read Den of Vipers. There's yeah. just...
2: Well, I think, long story short, is that... That's why we're called
3: Sexicombs.
0: Yes,
2: thank you Devil's Night and Penelope Douglas for giving us what we now call the Sexicombs. And so now we're getting into more smutty and romance conversations and why we should read what we want. And who cares what anybody else thinks. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's so many,
3: like... I feel like mostly men, um, but people that are so judgy about it, like, oh, you just read porn, or, like, that it's not sophisticated reading material. It's just such crap,
0: man. Yeah.
2: Like... <laughs> I, I will kick things off on my opinion by saying that I saw a video, or, no, it was a video of, yes, I sent it to everybody, right? And yeah. it yeah. was so eloquently stated, like, the reason why specifically men and society in general try to talk down on romance is because... It's, like, deeply rooted in the patriarchy of, like, of course, stuff, nice things happening to women is dumb. Like, we don't want you to think that you can have happy endings because why would we? Like, that doesn't benefit us in any way. Like, we want you to think that that's (sighs) corny. We want you to think that... Like it's unrealistic to have a man be nice to you. So and then I saw that and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go and I'm gonna start reading more romance. Like I'm gonna watch more rom coms. I'm just gonna believe in happily ever afters because why not? Yeah. I, s-
3: yeah. So much of like the you know intellectual type stuff. Like bad things are happening to women and there's not always a guaranteed happy ending and like. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna feel guilty that that's what I want. Sometimes it's actually all the time. It's just to read about uh, love and happiness and happy endings. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it's just like, hey, Chad, you're not gonna go on the PGA World Tour, but you still go play golf.
3: So. <laughs> <Coming in hot. laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah.
0: And then the people who are like, well, it's porn, and it's not fair that you can read your porn in public, but I can't watch oh, it on my phone. And I'm like, that? right, but like. Yes, I saw it on TikTok that this guy was like, it's so disgusting that you read porn in public. How could you do that? And I'm like, well, let me tell you about biology. First of all, we're not getting an uncomfortable boner in front of kids. And second of all, nobody can look over my shoulder and see the screen and hear it, you dumbass. Like, obviously, it's not my fault you can't read. and like have an imagination it's not my fault that like I can keep it in my book and then shut it and keep it away from people and not be super offensive there's like it's just so wildly different
2: I also find it very strange that men say like why do you read that it's so unrealistic when women are like the main source of romance novels and content and it's like why wouldn't men read romance novels to know what women want or you know like I don't it just I, I, both, I went to They just don't even like I went us. to a, an <laughs> so author uh, group thing at Mysterious Galaxy with Saba Tahir and Renee Audier. Um, when one of their book they, they had books coming out and Saba was talking about how her husband used to read like romance stuff that he used to find in the library and he was like yeah I learned how to like flirt with girls through the books that I would read oh, and I would find in the library that's smart. and I'm like this, this is what yes like this yeah. is what men should do like take notes good
1: for Saba you know <laughs> yeah. That's a high
3: caliber dude, right there. That is
2: the man you take yeah. home
3: for sure. Yeah. So,
2: if we do have any men listening out there, like go find a romance book and read it, and use the tips and tricks that you hear that you Just read. Not in this Devil's
1: Books. Night. We don't need that. <laughs> don't you? Yeah. Avoid bully romance.
0: At least the covers of Devil's Night are not like somebody's gonna look at the covers of that corrupt or whatever and they're going to think you're reading a thriller because the covers do not show, like, yeah. there's not a bodice ripper happening. So if you want, like, you could look a man dead eyes and, like, right in his eyes and be like, oh, yeah, it's this great thriller about how they go and, you know, try to figure out why her mom's or house burned down. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you could you can do that and
2: it's not lying. But also, fuck him. I do know what it is. But sure. also, do we know why usually romance covers have, like, half-naked men and, like, women swooning on them most of the time? Because I never understood that. I'm like... I don't either.
1: I don't I don't need that. Oh, no, we should have looked that
2: up. Like, it's changed a lot, too, but it used to be that, like, Danielle
0: Steele and those type of romance things, like, Fabio. back from way before, those were the books, and that was the way that it was done, like, with the old-school stuff, and they were all these little, like paperbacks this big and stuff and I like part of me thinks it was to shame women but part of me also thinks it was just like they thought that we
2: would want to buy a they they marketed based off of like what men would want to see versus what women would want to see right like it
0: was 100% marketed to say this is what she's reading look at this so if you had a whole bunch of romance novels on your shelf people would immediately be like oh you're just reading sex cool which I just think sucks in general but that's just because of the patriarchy and the toxic like world that we have grown up in that says that we're not allowed to like yep. nice things and we're not allowed to like romance. well and also like
3: i mean we know this because we read romance and smutty romance for sure but like mm-hmm. there's more going on <laughs> like they're doing other things it's not just like front you know it's back yeah. just like sexy it's like
2: there's story there's an actual story Not. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's not like the guy comes to fix the copy maker and they're having sex on the desk in two seconds. This is not actual, like... Pizza it's delivery. not done like a porn movie, but that's the way that men <laughs> right. think oh it God. is. They're like, oh, it must just be like a movie, and the majority of it is sex and very. Yeah, honestly, blocks. I feel like we don't
3: like books that like even start to cross over too much into that. Like if we're like, yeah. okay, like it's just getting tedious. <laughs> yeah, the, slow burn. the amount of sex that they're having, yeah. like it's lo- less enjoyable. You really have to have that better balance.
0: Like if there's too much sex in the book, I'm skipping pages because I'm like, yeah, I get it. Can I figure out what yeah, happens?
3: We know. No. Yeah. He's so hot. Let's,
2: okay, <laughs> so let's go through a List of some of the ones that we would recommend for people to read if they are like us and want the good plot but then also need their little spicy scenes like yeah. we what TS Joyce and her were- bear books like those are super easy reads but they're so fun and they're um, so
1: short it, it's great because they're like 150 pages ish yeah. like generally so they're super fast And they're hilarious, and I love her so much.
2: And they also connect, and there's actually, like, a slow plot building with all of them connecting, and I like them. They're so short, and they
0: start – they're *Damon's Mountains by T.S. Joyce, and they're on Amazon. They're on Kindle Unlimited for everybody. If you just want to binge, like, you could go nuts. That's literally what I did. I started reading them, like, forever ago, and I was like, hey, guys, if you want to read something (laughs) – Like, I was – almost embarrassed to recommend it to people because i was like i don't know if you're into this stuff
3: what's the first one's called like wear bear lumberjack or something
0: yeah it's (laughs) like lumberjack wear bear or something absolutely there's the first
2: series which are wear bears and then that she has like spin-off series of different shifters and all of their different like romance stories so she the first series
1: is like okay like it's cute and it's you know like it's
2: yeah, it's fun it's to read, but the though.
1: second series is hilarious and amazing. Okay, I need to get
3: further then, because I've only read Bear Lumberjack, and I need to... <laughs>
2: There's a lot more. And...
3: Yeah, yeah. the first
0: book is, like... The first series is it's okay. It's just, like, a... It's a good, like, palate cleanser book that yeah. you would want yeah. to read or something, just to, like, get your brain fixed. But, like, I think there are something like 80-plus of these at this point. There's, yeah. There's, There's a lot. so many of them. They're really they're short, and good. I think they get shorter at certain times. But then they all the characters reoccur. There's family trees happening. There's like different stories from kids and all over the country, and it's just like, it's really fun. Yeah, (laughs) you just need something nonsensical to get into. I love it.
1: I bought a Kindle. I can't remember when, but when you you know they gave me three months of Ku free because uh, I bought a Kindle, and then I just went nuts. And I read all of them within like a month or two. And so you, I was scrolling through my Goodreads history, and it was like normal books, normal books, and then shirtless <laughs> men for forever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I remember they got
2: me to my Goodreads goal. Like I binged so many of them that I was able to like pass my 100 Goodreads goal for that sure year because there's so many. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I, they're just
2: like comforting. Yeah. I, I, have some, I also I have some
3: recommendations too. Um, So I, obviously, if you're looking for like dark, (laughs) a little bit bully uh, thriller, definitely check out Penelope Douglas. I do like her stuff because I feel like it is well written, like the content is not for everyone, but I think she pulls off how she writes it well. Um, And then Mm -hmm. I really love Almost Anything by Elle Kennedy. I love, love, love her off-campus series. It's um, contemporary and they're in college, so it's like new adult um, but it's like hockey romance. So it's like each book is like a different hockey player on this hockey team. Cool. And um, yeah, there's like steam, but like it's a plot and there's, they're just like really good characters. And then I think there's like some spin-off with like some other characters on a different hockey team or something. But honestly, she's like an auto buy author for me. I love all of her stuff. And then if you need some more paranormal stuff um, with Fangs, my favorite uh, steamy um, vampire romance series is going to be like the Night Huntress series by um, Janine Frost. Uh, Halfway to the Grave is the first one. And then there's like spinoff series and like novellas and that. Like I just that whole, all of that I've binged. And it's so good. Like it's a reread series for me. Definitely. At least the first two.
1: Those have been on my like
3: list They're for a long so time. Good. And
1: I want to. I have to say that um, we were like planning this episode. And one of the questions is what's the craziest? Like where's the craziest? place that you've read a romance book and for mine I wrote down, I wrote down that I was reading the second night huntress book and there's like a crazy oh, sex yes. scene at the end of I that book. That it's nuts I those books weren't for me personally but I think I was like reading them at a weird time yeah. I don't know but I was in my cubicle at work <laughs> And, and I was backed up in the corner, and uh, thank God, because I don't know if anyone, I didn't want anyone to see. So I would, like, look around. Like, they were going nuts on each other in this book. I don't—I won't go into graphic details, but they do some shit. I mean, it's like, it's fang, it's smutty fang. No, I oh. really want to read it. <laughs> At the end of book two, they do some shit, and I was in my cubicle at work, and I was like, "Oh my god!"
3: <laughs> There's, I, the, I definitely, I think with any series that we recommend, like they're not all books are for everybody, but I am fully obsessed with that whole world.
2: I'm, i support it. Night Huntress, I haven't read them, but I might just do one just to see how crazy they are. I feel like yeah, yeah. I need to... yeah they're fun. And
3: they're fun
1: paranormal. I could be like it's urban fantasy. My brain might be dram- drama- dramatizing it, but. <laughs>
0: I also. Yeah. It's probably uh, similar to like uh, the Guild Angel ones that we were reading. The yeah, probably. I, oh that's yeah,
3: my I started
2: those. I th- I read like two or three. They were good. Yeah, I haven't read that yeah. series yet, but
3: I definitely put them together in my mind.
2: Yes, I think I read one or two of the Art Angels Guild Guild no Guild Hunter Guild Hunter series by Nalini Singh, which the ones that I did read were really good. Um, it's like um angels but in the city and they kind of like rule over all of the different places on earth and then it's like solving that's cool solving murder cases at the same time so those are fun um i also really like the kingmaker chronicles by amanda boucher which jess originally recommended and i have all three of those also if you didn't know she's writing a spin-off finally And I'm excited for that. What? Yes, and also they got new covers, and I want the new covers because they're not as like cringy as the original set. It's based off of Greek mythology, so if you like Greek mythology and you like smutty books and adventure and mystery and all that good stuff, pick those up. Um, And yes, she is. Writing a spin-off because if you've read the series already, the third book kind of ends. If it's the thing that I want it to be, I want to say I think I want to say yes. But the third book ends kind of open ended, so if you don't like open ended endings, don't worry because she's writing more. Um, and then obviously, JLA Jennifer L Armantrout, has some good some good um, adult yeah. books. So she is most popular or most famous for. I want to say right now. The blood and ash series which is fantasy high fantasy and it has some spicy moments in there but she also has contemporary adult romance um what's the series that we've read the de vincent bros right oh, yeah. that's jla yes. that was good so that one is also something that i recommend if you're not into like the fantasy romance stuff and you want something that's more contemporary yeah it's
3: like a gothic thriller it's like a gothic romantic thriller yeah
2: and it follows three brothers and the mystery behind like their rich family and they have drama and there's plot twists and it's centered (gasps) like a a haunted mansion yeah that's the first book yeah yeah uh so
0: i will come back with some emo stuff i guess because one of my absolute favorite romance authors is crystal caswell and these are also available on ku she does rock star romances and then it spread to like a whole tattoo artist, like different tattoo studios, and all the guys in them, the different members of the rock bands, and there's like cameos throughout oh, them yeah, all. I read those. But it's like her style of writing and the music, like everything is super emo based. The girls, like some of them are like even into anime. Some of them are like like and you can relate so hard to them because they'll be talking and then like they get into a whole Fight over whether or not um nirvana or uh courtney loves what's courtney loves hole, uh whole okay so they get into like a little like fights over whether nirvana or whole were better <laughs> and you're just like this is amazing <laughs> and then they'll like just go on these like rants there's a whole thing about garbage and how much we love shirley manson and i'm like They get into those little deals, but it's also just really emo and it hits on a lot of like some tough topics. So like some of them, content warning for some of them because there's like self-harm and drug use and like how people, but it's about how they're getting past these things. So like sibling death and all sorts of stuff. So all of them have a little bit of like a darker spin to them where somebody's struggling with something um, and they figure it out on their own, not because they fall in love. So like it's a, it's done in a healthy way. And one of her books that really, like, got me, and I can't even keep reading it half the time, is because it's a couple that is, like, together, and they're happy, and they break up. And he has no idea why she just, like, ghosts him after they've been together for years, and she just, like, leaves. And then, like, later on, you find out the real reason, and it's just, like, depression and mental health and all sorts of things. So it's just, like, really really good and so emo but like it's a fun romance too and like there's a lot of humor in them in the right places it's just uh there's a lot of sex too <laughs> so, like that's a thing that sounds amazing sounds so good the way you're describing it. I love them so much I think that you read like a I read books, the um, Didn't you know, Aaron? yeah
1: I have them all on my book web <laughs>
0: And you got to you get to Pete, and then you're like, oh yeah. So Pete. I did. I read I read the whole yeah.
3: first series, but I don't think I read the like yeah. s- the follow up one with the other band or people. Yeah. So there's
0: like another band, those... and then there's multiple tattoo studios. Yes. Yeah, so yes. Yeah, so I didn't like, get they're to so them. I
3: did binge those, and like yeah. it was like slowly coming back when you were starting to talk about it. I remember some of the characters. They were really good. I want like sometimes you just get in the mood where you're like I want a very specific type of romance and I was like I need a rock star romance and I was like what I need like guys with tattoos and piercings and playing music I think it was like when I got really into um mgk his like new punk music i was like i yeah. need rock star romance to like channel this energy guess was like hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> I, like,
0: I got you. I got them. like i've got those and if you need others athena wright does a ton of really good rock star like i want to call them emo though because these are all very specific rock star they're emo. like it's they're emo not boys. a whole bunch of guys yeah they're all yeah. emo boys like to a T, like they've got leather bracelets sometimes, you know, but like not in the creepy. <laughs> I love how
3: that's lighting. like, you yeah, know, the leather bracelets, that means something.
1: Well, you, but you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about I'm immediately totally.
0: when I say this. They've got like the thin set of them, not like the, I made this out of some girl's yeah. hair. Like, so.
3: you, you always have really good recommendations, Jess, like, I feel like when we're looking for I romance. I feel like you're our person yeah. that we can be like, tell us what to read. I have two right now on my um, TBR that you've recommended the, you had me at Ola by Alexis mm-hmm. um, Daria, I and then the um, Get a Life, Chloe Brown, the Brown Sister series by that's, uh, Talia Hibbert, right? Um, they're, like, top of my TBR. Like, they're probably happening in the next, like, month, I'd say. Those are
0: really good. Really...
1: The only Talia Hibbert book I've read was that one we read for one. Smut mix. Yeah, It was so good, though. I love that Mary book. Egan. Mary Eagmiss. <laughs> <Egan>. Mary Egan. <laughs> That's so, that so on brand,
3: so you guys. <laughs> he was, like, a tattoo artist, and it was a Christmas Smut love story. I love yeah. this. Yeah, so basically come need.
2: to us if you need any emo book recommendations because yes. we're emo and yes. we have all of the tattoo rock star dream, <laughs> romance book recommendations Wear bears <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> oh my god honestly don't judge the werebear bears. yeah they're meet. good that's true this is like they're our so niche good. our niche audience right here like our niche book club is and all the romance. all
0: of the werebears bears have like yeah. exhausting amounts of tattoos i think almost
3: yeah. all of the shifters have like tons yeah. of tattoos i feel like sometimes yeah. they make a point if they're if someone doesn't, they're like, and then this guy weirdly has no tattoos. and You're like, what you're Like he's so just bare. What is
0: happening? Yes, and what's wrong with? I'm you? like, wait, none, yeah. none, not even, not one? even a secret one. Please don't tell me you have like a tribal on your.
3: <laughs> wife's. Like a secret one I... on his butt cheek of like a little bear. It's
0: like flames, <laughs> like a Guy Fieri okay. shirt. Okay. Care bear, I feel lumberjack. Like <laughs> it's important
2: to note too. Like, we all have tattoos. If you had a so. Care birth
0: tattoo, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, we do yeah. all have
3: tattoos.
2: I don't know why that's an important important detail yeah. to know, but I feel like it's important for everybody to know that we we, we do. have tattoos. We all um. do.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not just, like, saying we love them. We really, really uh, committed yeah. to that. Guys, I
3: looked up some psychology, too, about romance novels, if we want to... Yes. Step into sure, my share, our, <laughs> share your notes you okay so we know the patriarchy is trying to like ruin it for us right it has been for the beginning of time um so there's a lot of people that say like oh like reading romance books or smutty books will like mess you up like you know mess up your relationships or your expectations or like i don't know like women can decipher reality from books which is just garbage um so i wanted to look into that a little bit and Basically, it is all garbage. Anything, anyone who is anyone that is saying that, they're biased or not being honest. There's no good research to support it. But there is some research that supports reading romance. Uh, people who read romance novels have higher levels of empathy. And whether that is because they read the romance novels or because people with higher empathy want to read romance novels or women just typically are both of those things. Uh, I just found that really interesting. So everyone else will cool. suck it. Um, and then this one I found super interesting, which I think applies to all of us is about how, um, like, so when I turn to romance, a lot of times it's like, I need a palate cleanser or I'm like feeling anxious, right? I feel like sometimes when we're all like in a uh, space, where like, we need to get a standalone romance, something we need to charge through all the wear shifter books. Right. Um, and it was talking about how, like, sort of the energy, like the negative, like anxiety energy can be like turned into a positive energy by reading these books uh, because it's a very similar like biological like process that's happening like the anxiety like elevated heart rate all of that is also really similar to like arousal <laughs> and that you can quickly kind of wow. like maintain that like ugh feeling but then it becomes something positive when you're reading romance like the excitement of like meeting the character or, like the meet cute and then they're like oh will they won't they like all of that like the you know that you feel from that can sort of cover up like the same feeling you're getting that is anxiety if that makes sense I found that really cool
2: I yeah I love that and I was like that
3: makes so much sense why when I'm feeling really anxious I'm like I need a romance (laughs) to smother these feelings yeah
2: (laughs) I need to feel
1: good Yeah.
2: yeah so to recap read romance books when you're feeling anxious because they help you turn your anxiety into something that's a little bit more positive and feeling good yes Definitely.
1: I feel like I did that instinctually, so like pat on the back. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I feel like we did that. Yeah. I have
0: a quick TMI question. Uh, does there any stuff that supports that, like reading a lot of that, like changes your sex drive?
3: So I didn't see anything about that, but like, does it? Because if you're
0: like getting those, en- so to to I don't an know, extent, crazy like endorphins, or like you're reading those scenes and getting making
3: me feel spicy is that uh... yeah so uh, to an extent um from what my just my background in this stuff is and then from the little bit that i read that like yes it is scientifically proven that that stuff can uh you know make you feel a little aroused but yeah so it can be in the same way that like um I mean, yeah. Like other people might use porn. Like you could use it to that to that effect, right? And for women, I think it is a little bit more meaningful in in, in the research and then just from my knowledge, knowing that like um, having an emotional connection to it is better. So I think definitely like if you, I mean, if you were in a relationship and you're in a dry spot and then you're reading a bunch of this, you might be like, all right, I'm feeling up to it now. Right. Like <laughs> definitely. I think that there could be a correlation there. I think it's totally person to person. Like if that's actually going to be affecting your sex drive. Um, but mm-hmm. definitely I think there is, you know we can make the argument that there's a connection there for sure. <laughs>
2: can we also make the argument? You no, know I had to ask the question. <laughs> I'm also gonna say we can make the argument to have the, are the men in our lives read at least one romance book, yes. like it should be required yeah. reading that you read a romance book every month or something. Yes, I made Andrew
3: Absolutely. read um, the first book of the Avatar series, but I really wanted him to get to the second one because you know that's where like the better material is to be like, yeah. Can you just be like this guy <laughs> be like, Reese, please? And he read the first one. And the whole time he was doing it so begrudgingly and his reactions were hysterical. <laughs> like I wish I had, I, remember I wish that. I had got oh more gosh. of them on video. Um, but he hasn't read the second one yet. And we had like a deal that I was going to read yeah. a book for him, reading a book for me and I haven't followed through on my side of it. So I'm like, I need to go do that so I can make him read the second Fair. one and yeah. then be like, be like this. But,
2: and then you can tell us what his reactions are and we can have an entire, yeah, into into entire thing podcast. on it. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm interested because I tried to make that same
0: deal and the book that was suggested that I read was The Rapture. <laughs> I was I was going I was, um, I knew you were going
1: to say that before. No, that you said was it, it. What
0: book? Well, he did say um, it's by Shay Serrano. Uh, it's called The Rapture book. It's a history of rap music. It's a um, thing. Yeah. He's very obsessed with history. It's got beautiful drawings. But the other one that was suggested to me was the history of basketball, also by Jay Serrano. If I, it's it's got humor in it. It's like comedy-ish, Still, but it's yeah. It's so so I chose to.
1: Take,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know what? I don't really need you to read *Throne of Glass*. That's so fine. Yeah, Andrew wanted me to read some
3: Frederick Backman books, and I know they're excellent books. Like I. am Tons of people love them, so I'm like, I need to do it. But I'm like, I think they're, like, just going to wreck me, probably. I'm like, I'm going to just feel probably depressed. So I'll just have to line up some romance on this for right after it to swing me back around. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Okay, so are we ready to go into our end segment today? I'm so excited for this one, too. I know I said that last week, but I'm also really excited for this segment. All of our
0: end segments are great. (laughs) This one could, like, get out of hand. It's going to be so funny.
2: I will try to keep us to not ranting and on tangents but it'll be really hard because i'm so excited um okay so to wrap up today's episode our it's not a game i think this is more of a discussion but it's super interesting and it ties in well with our emo boys topic and romance for (laughs) the day um and we are going to be talking about fictional emo boy characters and who we think they would listen to in real life and what their favorite emo boy band would be. Um, I love this. So I have a list of all of my favorite emo boy characters and I'm sure some of them are yours too and I will just let everybody start throwing out ideas and I'll throw in mine too and of course my first one I have to start off with is Julian Blackthorne from The Dark Artifices. He is the California emo boy of my heart, so I will. I will let everybody start throwing out I, ideas. Oh my god! I Yellow love card. Julian. The pancake so maker so, of my heart. <laughs> I know. In
0: my notes, because Dev had said something about he would obviously love dashboard. I was like, I just picture him singing hands down while he paints pictures of Emma. Oh my yeah, god! Just he
1: like, would though. In his
0: studio. Painting little photos of her and
1: going... Imagine how emo that man gets painting Emma in his painting room. (laughs) 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 Listening to emo shit.
2: This is the best day. See, I had a very clear image of him singing Vindicated in... (laughs) like running down like doing his exercises on the beach and he's like listening to sad (sighs) dashboard crying to himself (laughs) i can see him like punching the air too (laughs) Yes,
3: i already loved him but
2: yes and he's a california emo boy so of course like i relate to this so much and i just envision this california boy with his freaking sandals walking on the beach listening to like (laughs) ocean avenue by yellow card yeah, so or like yellow phantom card, planet sure. like that's on his playlist like it's a bunch of dashboard yeah. and california. then like phantom planet and yellow card yeah. on this playlist <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. it's the theme song to the oc yeah so
2: california. <laughs> <laughs> california.
0: Oh. <laughs> Blue, california but like why is that song such a good song yeah. like it's such a Bob. i freaking love it it is
2: so julian blackthorne dashboard confessional fan disagree agree i want to know 100% 100
3: agree
2: 100% 100%, all right so our next one is gonna be dorian from throne of glass i feel like it's important (gasps) important to note to tell the people we've dubbed him amorian because he goes through an emo phase (laughs) um
1: a very hard emo phase yes
2: so emo in Kingdom of Ash.
1: I'm very proud is- of that. I did that. Yeah, I'm, and I'm very proud of it. that. I just want to say. <laughs> I did it.
2: <laughs> I envision him as like a wannabe emo. Like he's that kid who was super happy. And then, like, something yeah. happens to him, and he's like, I have to be emo. And he starts, like, wearing all black. But then you listen to – you, like, look at his playlist, and it's, like, Simple Plan. And you're like – Yes, yes, yes. Simple Plan. <laughs> like, It's, like, it's like the entry-level phase of emo yes. because he's just starting out. Yeah. So you're like, oh, what are you listening to? And it's, like, Fall Out Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
0: but it's, like, new, new Fall Out yeah, Boy. Yeah, not even yeah It's, yeah, like, yeah, Simple fallout. Plan
2: and Fall Out Boy and, like, maybe some good Charlotte. And you're like, okay, I you're, you're entry-level. Yeah, that and is one hundred
1: percent checks out.
2: And his his theme song is Welcome to My Life. So he's like sitting in his corner, like uh-huh. wondering like why everything sucks.
3: Yes. 100%. <laughs> I picture that so I feel like he does is. that in the so book. True. He
0: he yes. does. Well, like he's like the he's such the preppy, adorable yeah. hot guy in the first book. He goes through it like, and then he's like I get all the ladies, <laughs> and then by the end, he's just like it's fine I'll
3: die. I could almost see him, too, like, having all of that, having that entry-level yeah. stuff, and then, like, having a secret playlist of, like, really hard stuff that he doesn't really like, but he's like, I will make myself like it. <laughs> like, just, like, real hardcore screamo. And he's like, I, it's good, like, it's good, but he doesn't like
2: metal. it. <laughs> like, no, this is me. <laughs> Sorry, like He's the dude who's wearing like the shirt with the screamo band, but then you listen to his headphones and he's listening to like Taylor Swift, oh, you're Carly, like, hey, bro, yeah, bro, what Taylor Swift, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he's he's listening to like the Frozen right. soundtrack in his car. Let go! Yes, <laughs> let it go. Zooming yes. <laughs>
0: towards things, just going let it yep. go. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh my gosh, oh my god, that's so good, good. with his with his special. <laughs> Stuff. It's magic, it's
2: magic. <laughs> I that yeah, is so, so accurate good. okay uh the next one that I'm going to throw out there is Elias Viturius from An Ember in the Ashes has <laughs> such ever, an emo boy he's like my favorite emo, the emo boy is like I boy. love him so much he is really emo he's
3: the main guy
2: yes okay I
3: got to like part through part one of book one and that's it
2: well, that's okay because you know that he's emo. Okay, like, he's, okay. he's emo <laughs> he doesn't change. He's emo starting from page one and he's emo at the end. Yeah, he's like, real emo. He's emo the entire okay. time. He's emo and he is a fuck yes, boy. Yes. Emo. emo fuck yeah. boy. I have never
0: seen a guy be up on a wall where people are shooting <laughs> at him and he's like, oh, she
2: is a nice guy. <laughs> like, that is him.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. 100. Yeah. and somehow I still love him like I don't really yeah, like it's
2: because he has a good heart like he can't he can't help himself like he doesn't want to notice it but he does <laughs> it's like... a good Yeah, in his face how could he not notice it's, that's yes.
3: exactly
2: yeah, how exactly. he is I mean he's nice about it he's not a creep he's yeah. just like he keeps it to himself he keeps it to himself he's
1: respectfully <laughs> ogling,
2: Yes. You know? he, yes he's respectfully gonna notice <laughs> that it, you know everybody looks good like okay <laughs> i'm still gonna i'm still gonna defend your honor like that <laughs> yeah i love him All right. um okay this is confirmed though so this one i'm pulling from saba's instagram stories so cuz i follow her mm-hmm. that he is listening to screaming bloody murder by sum 41 that's like his theme song oh shit. confirmed by the author However, I have a very clear image of him. This is like my fan fiction right here of him screaming the lyrics to Miss Murder by AFI while he's running into the prison to be like, "I'm going <gasps> to sa- yeah. I'm going to save your brother."
1: <laughs> like, oh my god.
2: And he's just singing it, yeah. Just like he's he's an AFI boy. Like I can I can see it. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely see it. Okay. This next one is for Jess because I feel like she's going to have thoughts. Um, Maven from Red Queen. <gasps> our emo boy. Guys, okay, first of all, I love Maven.
0: Everybody should know this. I get that he is... You do. If you haven't read the first book, I don't want to spoil it. He's like, emo. He's, he's got his things. He's real yeah. emo. He's very, very emo, and a lot of people don't like him, and there's a lot of good reasons for that. But I think that he is the best, and I love him, and my song choice for this man is make damn sure by taking back
3: Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I just yes, want to break yes. you down so much. The only I, I don't get on board with that is because I don't down like down that so character much. and I love that band. So I'm just like, oh But I can see but it. But
2: just... I know, but like... Hear me out, okay? Hear me out. I can see it, though. I'm going to make damn sure that you can't ever <laughs> follow, follow me it. on this journey, okay? He's in his room, <laughs> locked up, as as he is, standing in front of his mirror... Singing the songs, practicing Adam's moves from the music video, wrapping the cord around his neck, singing to himself. Oh my God. And then being oh like, yes, God. yes, like, I got this down. And so he knows, like, all of the emo moves and, like, practices being Adam. Like, it's a
3: TikTok video, uh, yeah. dance thing he's learned. <laughs> and then,
2: and then his mom walks in. And he's just like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. I and mean, he really is
3: filming a TikTok, and she walks in, and he's pretending to be... <laughs>
2: yes oh yes yes oh my gosh i
0: love it yeah meanwhile down the I'm hall cal out. is listening to like i am the tiger <laughs> and practicing punches
2: yeah, yeah he has it. the rocky theme song on repeat while oh. <laughs> while he's working out <laughs> but like
0: maven and taking back sunday are just i think that they go together i know you don't like it but like it does am i wrong i'm not wrong i'm not i think not wrong it. yeah but, I just want to break down. <laughs> I guess we get it over it. Fit. If you've read it's King's hilarious. Cage, if you've read King's Cage, you understand why that's so fucking to me, but
2: okay, so our last one to wrap things up, I save the best for last, as from Court of Thorns and Roses, my shadow emo boy. He the
1: emoest boy of them all. He needs to is take it down a notch.
2: The original emo boy. <laughs> <laughs> I I had to start. I had to kick oh, really off this does. segment with some with some good ones i still have an entire list of emo boys we're gonna get through but not not this. today we'll we'll continue we'll this on out. another episode just know i have more but for us what's everybody's thoughts who's Please he listening to be in love with <laughs> <else>. oh
3: man <laughs> taylor swift I'm right, that's i love him, that's an emo. why do I feel like a... it's
1: he adds as is a guy who like cries in the shower. Yes, he's yeah. crying for sure. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. He's he, crying in the shower. He like uses listening his shadows to, I don't know. to like keep him hidden while he's crying. I feel like and he likes the he's,
3: used. Like, like they're pretty evil. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Yeah. I I have it that in my in my mind that he's a My Chem boy. Like he listens to My Chemical Romance and he sits with his blades. And he's I'm like sharpening okay. his blades, practicing okay. like all of his war moves yeah. with "I'm not okay." Blasting, and he's like crying while he's like "I'm not okay." So, hundred
3: percent, if he's into my chemical romance, he's also into the use. Like they yeah. are, they go together yeah. for sure. Yeah. All of
2: that vibes.
0: I I would have to agree that that is. Uh, <laughs> I can't. But then, but
2: then I also me. agree with Aaron <laughs> <laughs> that. That he's listening to Taylor Swift <laughs> and listening to absolutely yeah, all of her sad songs. Oh, no. On his good days, though, like, Call Me
3: Maybe <laughs> is playing. And he's, like, bopping around with Harley Ray Jepsen. No.
0: And nobody can hear him. But he's like, oh, I got to go on a spy mission. Let me no, get like No, He's got, like,
3: 90s, like, soft rock, uh, like, closing time, right? <laughs> oh, my God, In, yeah. Winning. That's him. That's on his happy day, like that's his happy day. Yeah, back, I
2: mean, I guess. why don't you love me? <laughs> he oh, he has—he's the person who's making like the emotion playlist. So he has one for his happy day that consists of like three songs on repeat, and then all of <laughs> all of his other sad music, which is normal stuff.
1: Forever <laughs> yeah. long, Just, like, it's 72 like one songs. Taylor
2: Swift, like "Call Me Maybe" by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh and he's got <laughs> these
3: like hidden in like deep files, so no one knows he listens to this. Yeah, yeah, folders. It's, it's and all folders it's and folders all coded. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can know.
1: Code words.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is so good. This is very funny guys. Oh, he has
1: a it. Disney <laughs> playlist he doesn't let Kaz <laughs> know about. No, I w- <laughs> I
3: don't stand by that. I just believe that.
2: In order to get into any of his playlists, like you have to do like facial recognition and then like two-factor authentication, yeah. so that way he can. This man he will not idle. let you get to know him. Yes. Yes.
3: No.
0: <laughs> never happening so good i love it so So all right
2: well emo boys and their favorite emo bands that's what i have for today but there will be more so listen in on future episodes because you might hear more and if you have any uh characters that you'd like us to analyze your your favorite emo boys let us know or girls (laughs) emo boys or emo girls we're here for all all of them all the emos literally everyone
0: Any character. We should do emo girls next time. Um, Yeah. Next week's topic is I will die on that hill. So we're going to go over our uh, potentially controversial topics, but maybe not just things that we're stubborn about and follow us on socials. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, all the things, all the podcast apps that you could find at this Uh, point. Um, They did approve of us, which is shocking. And hopefully they don't (laughs) revoke that. Uh, And, May your day be blessed with the main character. Dairy.
1: Main character energy. energy. Yeah. <laughs> woo <Woo-woo>. woo. <laughs> oh, 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 oh.